It's RYOBI days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. <laughs> the GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Hey, it's Sugar Shane. We're here on another episode of Sanctuary with Sweet Truth with my co-host, Billy Dees. How, How is do- everyone doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Can't complain. Good. Uh, uh, got us a uh, topic tonight. It's a bucket of wings is what I called it. Because it's right, just right. wing at night. And... Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, got some things to talk about, like you said. Oh, we got pl- yeah, there's plenty to talk about. There's plenty oh, of stuff man. to talk about, so that ain't no big deal. Uh, I told you about it on Twitter, but I didn't want to say it until we went live. Got a little announcement to make. For those of you that know, I am an advocate of uh, pro-legalization of marijuana. But uh, I have made a suggestion, and I'm still a pro-advocate of it. Right. But I have made a conscious decision, and I am tonight sober. And from here on out, I will be sober, not just on the air, but in life in general. I have quit it. I don't want nothing else to do with it. And the reason being isn't because of a decision of it being wrong. It's from right. a decision that if I'm going to be in this entertainment business and I'm going to do what I'm doing, I want to know that I can do it without the outside substances, so to speak. Right. So that's why I've made that decision. It's because it's kind of more of a challenge, per se, if you want to call it that, that I don't need it in order to do it. So I don't, well, think, I need, I don't think I need it to do it anyway, but I just want to prove it to myself that I don't need it to do it. Right, you know? right. And uh, eight weeks now, not smoked cigarettes, so I'm doing good there. Staying uh, down. I'm uh, still on the vape, but I have cut it back down. I've cut down. I went and got a bottle the other day and cut it down another milligram. I think within a few weeks I'll be off it altogether, to be honest with you, because I don't even really, I don't miss cigarettes at all. I don't, I've gotten to that point now that I don't even really think about it much. So that's another good thing. That's great. That's fantastic. And I will make mention I applied for a job. I told you about it since text. Long shot. Very long shot. But I got two emails. I got one. I kind of ignored it. It said something about television. I just swiped it over the side, yada, yada. Then LinkedIn sent me one for for, for one, so I actually, I actually read that one. And come to find out what it is, it's the late show with, with Colbert. 
is hiring researchers that research the guest. And one of the requirements is that you follow the news. And you know what, hell, I follow the news all day. My phone goes off all day long with notifications. So, right, right. So I sent them my resume. Then I wrote a letter to CBS because that's who you apply through. And I put, you know, dear CBS, and I put why I wanted the job, why I would be good for the job, and everything. And so we'll see. Like I said, I'm not going to get my hopes up, and I ain't going to get down if I don't get it. But it would be a sweet job to have. Uh, it sure. Put me in, oh, Matt's listening, by the way. And uh, that'll put oh, that's a great. What's up, Matt? Put, a, put me in. I want to be as far as city-wise, and it would be my permanent job that I'd want to have, but it'd get me in the right step to where I could be. So we'll see. I, I am, uh, I think, me and pretty sure me and Christina's going back to New York in October. Almost oh, positive. Cool. Matter of fact, in the two weeks, I'm going to let my work know about it. And uh, I'm trying to get my, uh-huh. another reason why I quit smoking is I'm trying to get myself focused because uh, I'm giving this one hell of a damn final run try to get into the business of some sort and uh, plug it away at it. Uh, really fixing to start really getting busy here soon. I'm already to the point that I've uh, pretty much cut myself off from any kind of negative influences. And uh, <laughs> Again? I, I really, yeah, yeah, I am. How many times I, are you going to do this shit? Well, I have to, man. I have to. Well, I was depressed. I was in a very severe state of depression there for a while. Uh, okay. I mean, very bad. A lot of things going on in my life, not just work. Don't get me wrong. My career was one thing, but uh, the work I'm doing now, not where I want to be. And it was just a several conglomeration of like 10 things going on at one time. And, right. uh, and I was just ready to give it up. And uh, But this time I'm trying, I mean, even though the last time I said I was going to try to give it a shot, I didn't really give it a good shot. And this time I'm trying to really give it a good shot and uh, going to be applying like hell. Uh, I'm going to clean up a lot of my Twitter page and uh, give some, you know, try to work it out, make it happen and uh, follow some people that can actually help me and try to get where I need to be. And uh, I don't think it's impossible. I don't think nothing in life's impossible. What's impossible is if you sit on your ass and don't do nothing. Right. That's when that's when it becomes impossible, because I can tell you, they ain't going to come knocking on your fucking door. I've already said that before. They're not going to come knocking on your door. Hey, Shane, we don't know shit about you. We ain't never heard of you, but we want you for the job. That don't happen. Right. I don't know of anybody that's ever got anywhere like that. I mean, yeah, there's people that's gotten lucky and had some things happen, but they were still doing something when they got lucky. They wouldn't sitting at home playing a video game, eating bonbons. They were doing something. So in the harder order to get you work, some, the luckier you get. Exactly, exactly. That's a good point. I like that. But uh, mm-hmm. so we'll see how it goes. That's what I'm going to try anyway. And uh, yeah, trying to get there. And I put in the letter that how much I like New York and wouldn't mind living there and everything. So we'll <laughs> see. Oh, because I, you know, because even if I was there, I would still be trying other things while I was still there. But right, right. But uh, uh. Trump, uh, you know, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm 50-50 with him. You know, sometimes I like what he says, sometimes I don't. But I right, got to right. give props where props do. I do like what he said today, what he told NATO. And I did. He said that 
when he was in Brussels, and he said that, bro that these countries, he said 23 out of 28 members of NATO are not paying their fair share of the money. Oh, and Sean, I'm going to uh, give him a shout out. My friend Sean lives in Georgia. He's listening too. Fantastic. Uh, they're not paying their fair share, and 2% is the minimum to be a member of NATO. Right. But, but 23 of 28 aren't paying, and a big bulk of the pay is coming from us. Now, why in the hell should it be our damn responsibility to pay all these people's defense? Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. He's starting to make me a little nervous with what he's doing domestically, especially with this with this new budget. Yeah, with the budget, the, I'm kind of wishy-washy too. Well, the, the you know the tax breaks for the for for the richest people, and we could go on with this. The from what I understand, I know this has been finalized yet. This has to you know get ironed out. But what he's proposing, what the administration is proposing with the Medicare cuts and everything, I, I mean, really, is that where we need to go to save money? No. You know, that's no. just, uh, no, I, I don't. I have, a, I have an issue with that. Man, I, I know there are certain organizations in the government I wouldn't mind if they, if they didn't cut back, if it, they would crack down on. Because, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, make it. You mean know, in terms of waste? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, well, uh, sure. Absolutely. And, uh, and, uh I don't need, I don't mean this any bad way to anyone, but I don't need anybody, like I just said before, I used to live in an apartment complex, and I know for a fact that quite a few of those were getting welfare. I don't need people getting welfare that's out dancing in the damn street, partying at night, and perfectly healthy. Not a fucking thing wrong with them. I don't yeah. mind welfare. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying do away with it altogether, but it needs to be monitored closer and some kind of program set into place to where we can help people get jobs instead of just nothing. That makes no sense. Right. I, I'm totally uh, you know, with you on trying to stop the abuses. Absolutely. But, Medi but sure. Medicaid and Medicare, no. Because that's, you know, <laughs> that's health care. Well, they don't like – I mean, let's, let's just be honest here. Most conservatives, not all, we always have to fall into that trap of every time we talk about a group of people, we've got to say, well, not all, but not all, but a lot, a significant number of conservatives in Washington do not like health care, period. Right. That's why it was never presented before, for the most part, until Obama got in office. Just the truth. And uh, that's why he kind of went, even though I don't agree with exactly everything he did with the plan and how it was done, but that's kind of why he pushed it so through so fast. Because he knew, he probably, I'm sure he knew he'd be battling up against a brick wall. Because they didn't want nothing to do with it. Yep. And, uh, and he did make a statement that, uh, talking about threats from Russia at Brussels. I thought that was kind of scary when he said, <laughs> he said something about that. I don't know. Because I, I don't think Russia is a NATO member, are they? I, I'm, they might be. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm not about that. Oddly enough, I should know that. I'm ashamed that I don't know that. I'm not positive, 
but I'm not, but I don't believe they are. But we look into that. But I don't believe they are a member of NATO. If you want to, you know, if you get a chance while we're talking, looking into that. But I don't know that they are. But uh, they said something about that, and you know, and two percent. I don't know what that's based on. Two percent of your country's profits or what? I don't know what they base that on. So everybody wouldn't be given the same amount. So they can't say, well, I'm so poor, you know, we can't give this such amount. It's not a set amount. It's a 2% amount. Well, we need, we need more. Uh, Matt said we need more decent paying jobs. And maybe people, people wouldn't feel that they need two jobs to try to get by. That's true. But I'm not all for the minimum wage increase. In this, and I'm not saying... And the reason I know you have to increase minimum wage to an extent, but this is the reason why I'm not all for thinking that the minimum wage is the answer as far as the increase is because when you increase minimum wage, what happens? The price of a living goes up as well. If you don't believe that, go to New York City. Minimum wage is $15 an hour. But the price of living there is, is way the hell higher too. A lot hell of a higher. So it evens out. It pans out eventually. It's not good. You're not going to make $15, $20 an hour and bread still be $2 a loaf. Right, right. Not going to happen. Well, yeah, here, here's the deal with that. I mean, you have to be practical about this. There's, there's an argument to be made that, let's say, at a fast food restaurant, that these are people who are in high school, they're getting their, their first job and, and so on and so forth. And, yeah, I would agree in, in most cases – shooting high for minimum wage for those individuals is probably not a good thing to do because all, all, all the fast food restaurants are going to do is hire less of them. Right. But on, by the same token, when you have a extremely large retail merchandiser that is worth billions upon billions of dollars – and they can't pay the clerks and, and the people who maintain the store who have been there for decades a living wage. There's something wrong with that picture. Right. There's something wrong with that picture. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and those big, large corporations, these, these enormous retail chains, I don't know, I won't mention names here, but these, these conglomerates, these, these corporate structures – who are treating people like that, they are actually playing into the cost of health care because their employees cannot afford health care. They keep yeah. them at 30 hours a, a week or whatever it is they have to do so they don't have to give them benefits. And it's everybody else that has to pick up the tab for that. And they are contributing to the cost of health care by treating so thousands, thousands of workers that way. Yeah, uh, I don't, I think that there has to, be, I don't know if, it, if there has to be, if, I don't know if I could do that through labor laws or not, that if you're working somewhere and you might you start off at minimum wage, if there has to be by law a, uh, percentage increase ever so often. Now, I know some right, companies, right, right. I know some companies do, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, if they could mandate it across the board is what I'm saying. I don't know if they could. Um, pa I'm sure it could be passed in the law if they tried. But, 
I'm not quite positive it could be, but uh, I think that's something they should look into because that way people that's making eight. I know a woman that was making minimum wage seven dollars and fifty. No, she was making back then and minimum wage was seven and a quarter. I think it was in Georgia. So she got up to eight dollars an hour and was making that for five solid years. When I left Georgia, was still making eight bucks an hour working for the same place. I don't even know how she made end meat, ends meet. And yeah, I think we need, yeah. And uh, Sean said we need more people having face-to-face interviews, and I don't blame him. I cannot stand when I go to look, or if you're looking for a job and you see, now hiring, you walk in, oh, yeah, we're hiring, go to dot, 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 com. That's straight-up bullshit. That we've gotten so computer-oriented nowadays, you can't even go in and get a damn job anymore without having to apply right. online. Yeah, yeah. That is so damn stupid. I miss the days of, man, back in the early 90s, man, I could walk in a place and walk out with a job in 15 minutes. Nowadays, that don't happen. You'll put the damn thing in line. You're lucky if you hear from them in 15 weeks. Right. That's like one place I went to. I asked if they were hiring. Yeah, we're hiring, but in two weeks we'll be uh, doing this, and uh, we'll look at it, and then we'll see if we decide. And if you decide, you get your first interview, your second interview, third. I said, don't worry about it. I'll be I'll be starved to death by then. Fuck right, you. right, right. <laughs> I mean, and Bernie Sanders, you hear what he did? What's he had that? a he had a meeting at the uh, committee meeting somewhere, and he said he sla- uh, he was talking about this budget budget, and he says and he was saying is that he he was crawling her ass about slashing the needy programs and giving massive tax breaks to the wealthy like you was talking about. He was giving them ever some wealthy family, and I forget who he said they were, but they're real wealthy. They're getting a fifty million dollar tax cut break. Right. He said, "What the hell have they done to get a fifty million dollar tax cut break?" And this guy was like, he couldn't even answer him. He was like stumbling over his damn words the whole time. I mean, Bernie Sanders, we fucked up. Y'all can say what you want, but we fucked up. He should have been damn president. Well, in, in a, let me put it this way. I didn't particularly like any of the candidates, but if I could have waved a, a magic wand and picked the two that should have been the candidates, it should have been Bernie Sanders and Governor Kasich. Right. The, those two guys live in the real world. Now, you might not like everything they have to say or all their ideas, but these are two guys who live in the real world. They have carried out their principles in the in the governmental arena for decades. They're very highly experienced. They haven't they've they've, they've walked the walk that they that they preach. And that that would have been a, a really good clash of ideas right. to hear those two guys debate each other as candidates. That would have been a hell of a lot better debates. That's for sure. These debates sucked ass. Oh, yeah. But they, they wouldn't have got the ratings that Trump got. And that's the sad part about it. Right. I know. It, it was like, it, it, well, we, that's what's going to be expected. And I don't mean that in a bad way because I agree with you. But it's expected when we live in a society 
that their main goal at night is to sit down and watch Keeping Up with the fucking Kardashians. So when they got these two assholes getting up there putting on a damn debate and just acting like a damn reality show, yeah, everybody's going to tune in. Right. Because all it was was them bitching at one another. And I know all debates have their you know, issues where they go back and forth. But this was like a damn joke. And, I mean, it was just clear-cut stupid. Both of them going at each other's throats the whole time. Neither one of them really answering anything. But America was tuning in because it was the big thing. Right. But then we had the Manchester uh, bombing. Oh, that was awful. All those pe- All those kids. All those kids. And I don't know what we're going to do about it. I don't know how we can attack these assholes. Because like we said before, they're not a country. And I don't know what anybody's going to do about it. And somebody said something the other day about that is Russia. Correct. Russia. Uh, how they've, America and Russia doing something about ISIS. I said, when the hell's I, Russia did any damn thing about ISIS? I ain't seen them do shit. Not much, if anything. They don't give a damn. They're not bombing Moscow. Right. And with the way Europe is looking right now, it almost gives fucking Trump an argument over this damn keeping you know, the, 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 the immigration deal, to be honest with you, because I, whether you want to believe it or not, Europe is in the shape they're in because they allowed too many in. And they didn't. I don't know what their background check is or what their deal is. It wasn't worth a shit, I'll tell you that. Well, Europe was was overrun, actually. And they do have, the, the European countries themselves do have pretty open borders. So there was a lot, a lot happening there that, Oh, well, Paris is really what, bad. Yeah, right. I mean, Paris, uh, they said they're they really got to have a lot of Muslims living in Paris. It's like Christina, I told her the other day, she's always wanted to go to Paris. I said, I don't know if I'd go to Paris right now, to be honest with you. The way it is over now, you don't ever know when a damn bomb is going to happen. And they caught this guy. He was 22 or 23 years old. And... Uh, they say that they're pretty sure. I mean, I think they've already confirmed he had ties to ISIS. Yeah, I I haven't heard the details on that. I know that they were he was on a watch list for quite a while. They were oh, was he? Yeah, they they were kind of yeah, but person of whatever they call it, interest or somebody they need to check out every so often. Right. And uh, yeah, and uh, I guess I don't know exactly why. I do not know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know why either. Uh, I'm just, he might have had some history. I don't know uh, in his background that he had, he had already served or whatever. I'd have to look into that. Or he, maybe he, they knew he was rubbing shoulders with the wrong people, you know. Uh, you're guilty by association. Right. So that could have been it, too. Uh, I don't I don't know exactly the solution and I'll be honest with you I don't think any damn body does I don't think Donald Trump knows I don't think our generals know they got ideas 
But if they really had a solution, don't you think it done been done? Well, I would hope. So I don't think they know shit. Uh, the thing about these guys is you never know where the hell they all at. They're spread out all over the world now, it seems. And we don't know how many we're going to get over here for it's all said and done. Right, right. Not trying to cast fear on people. It's just the truth. And, uh, I mean, hell, I'm not going to live in fear. Right. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm going to New York in October. I'm not going to not go to October, in New York hoping that they don't get attacked. But, hell, you never know. You never know. And uh, you can't live in fear. If you live in fear, you live in a damn house. You just be shut in your damn house all the time. Now, you know, thinking that, you know, yeah, you can live that way, but that ain't living. That's just surviving. And I don't want to survive. I want to live. Right. And uh, well, Christina told me about this. They've doing, they're trying to pass something here in Ohio where now, and I understand why they're doing it to an extent, pain management is the only, pain, pain management centers is going to be the only place you can get any kind of pain pills. Yeah. They're trying to stop it. Uh, we, I don't, I understand where, to, I don't know how it is, how bad it is here. I'm sure it's about the same way, but when I lived in Georgia, Man, I knew I, there was people I worked with, one in particular. There wasn't a damn thing wrong with them. They'd leave work at 10, 11 o'clock at night and say, oh, man, I think I'm going to run down to the emergency room. My back hurts a little bit. And the only damn thing they do is go down there and get a bunch of pain pills. And they do that like once a week or two. Literally. And get pain pills. And I know people that do it at Grady Memorial Hospital down in Atlanta. All the time. Just go there to get pain pills. Ain't a damn thing wrong with them. I knew one guy I worked with that did that. He'd go to Grady to get his pain pills. He'd come to work, chop them up, snort some bitches. Yeah. He, he couldn't walk a straight line if he had to. But he could sell the hell out of some shit, though. <laughs> I don't know if it was because they felt sorry for him. Because when he tried to sell stuff, he'd be like, you couldn't understand half of what he was saying. They just say, "Go ahead and do it." <laughs> they get there and go, "All right, your bill's two hundred twenty-two dollars." What? They didn't know what they was buying, but that's why they kept him. But he ended up, matter of fact, I'm sure he's out by now. But he ended up going to prison because he broke into a CVS pharmacy and was stealing pills. But so now they're talking about making it where you have to go to them, even to the point. So like if you go to a dentist, you won't get nothing but a leave. Something like that. You won't get anything like, you know, Vicodin or anything, which Vicodin don't do shit for me, man. I don't know why in the world anybody's got a big damn deal on Vicodin. It don't do a damn thing. I could pop a Vicodin right here and now. Pills don't do much for me anyway. I could take a Vicodin right now and not have a damn thing, go out and drive a car and not have a damn issue. Pills do nothing. That's the truth. 
The only thing that ever made me feel a little bit weird was I took a Flexerol muscle relaxer and I threw them away because it was it made me feel a little woozy. woozy. I mean, I didn't like mm-hmm. the feeling, so I got rid of them. I flushed them down the toilet. I had 15, flushed 14 now. I said, I'm done with that. I, I don't I don't like not being in control. So if it felt like that, I was done with it. But uh, it's got, I can see why they're doing it because it has got out of hand. But I mean, the thing about it is the way they could control it is when the same son of a bitches keep coming back, don't keep giving them pills. That's the deal right there. I mean, you got the record. What's going to end up happening is a lot of people are going to have horrible pain and not be able to get any damn pills. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Somebody's going to come in a damn hospital on a and that, Friday that night. Son of a bitch, that yeah. poor son of a bitch is most likely to be me. Yeah, that don't do anything. And you could go in on Friday night at midnight, have some real sincere pain, and they'll say, well... You're going to have to go to the pain clinic on Monday morning at 8 o'clock. So you're going to have to go the whole fucking weekend without no <laughs> fucking pain. Popping the, popping the leaves. And say, that's not fair to you. So, yeah. Well, that's one of them situations where one, you know, a few bad apples spoil the whole bunch. It's not fair at all. Well, for you that are big advocates of education, and I'm not against education, as I said before, I just don't think it's a necessity. Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, whatever he said, he went back and got his Harvard degree. He's now a Harvard graduate. Must be nice to be a billionaire Harvard graduate. <laughs> I don't guess he had no problem paying that damn tuition. No, I would hope he'd buy the university. But some people, education is that important. If I had to, if I had billions of dollars, I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I don't care if I had a third grade damn education. I ain't going back to school for shit because I'm sitting on billions of damn dollars. I'm gonna take up money, invest it, and do something else with it. I don't give a damn. But some people are like that. Dale Earnhardt, race car driver. He dropped out of high school, became a race car driver. His daddy could not stand it. He he, he hated it. Wouldn't have a whole lot to do with him for a while after that. And then. Uh, his dad passed away, and then after he got in and NASCAR, done made millions and millions of dollars, he went back and got his, his, his diploma because he wanted to make, you know, do something left to remember his dad by. Right, but he didn't right. have But he didn't have to. He was already a multimillionaire. So I was watching today. You know what kind of, George Carlin, you know what kind of education he had? I don't one know. Of the, one of the smartest men I ever heard get up on stage and talk. Eighth grade education. Eighth. Didn't even get into fucking high school. Well, he's people like him. You have to keep in mind where he I mean, he was he absorbed a lot of information. He was a reader. He was a researcher. He really put a lot of effort into his material. He he wrote several books. Uh, This wasn't the typical guy who didn't go to school. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, this yeah. was a guy who wasn't sitting around, you know, on in the basement drinking beers. And- no. Matter of fact, he said that uh, his mother was the one that raised him uh, two months. When he was two months old, him and his five-year-old brother, his mother went down the fire escape in New York, left, went across broad, uh, Broadway, and took him to his uncle, and they left New York City because her his dad... Not physically abusive, but was very abusive, I guess, verbally and controlling. 
and she didn't want her kids raised around that, and so she left her husband. Right. And she raised them on her own, but she had to work a lot. So when she was at work, he would be at home. He was in his house reading, doing stuff like that. That's what he did. He was all the time reading, and you know, by the time he was a uh, fifth grade, he already knew what he wanted to do with the rest of his life. He already knew where he was. His path was headed. Yeah. He already knew exactly what he wanted to do. And I'm not saying don't get an education. I mean, like I've said before, I don't want a doctor doing a surgery on me that ain't got a damn you know degree. I don't want a lawyer that don't know shit. Certain things apply. But certain things, if you know what you're doing, I don't think education should always be the top priority to be considered. There be there should be some things considered. Cause just because this dude over here has got a bachelor's degree, fresh out of school, never been on a damn mic, He's going to get a shot at something I already could do and know how to do because he's got a four-year bachelor's degree. That's straight-up shit. If I was running a business, I'd put them both on the mic, and whichever one did the best job, I'd say, all right, you got it. I wouldn't even look at a damn resume to see what fucking education they had until they, ran up, until they got on the mic because the mic's where the work's done. It ain't done on a damn piece of paper sitting at a fucking college. It's done when you get down and do the job itself. Right. That's how I would run my business. Now, that's just how my, I am. I'm, if I had a radio station, that's what I'd do. I'm not telling everybody else to do that. You can go ahead and get your four-year degree, guy. That's fine. That's fine with me. I don't give a shit. But I'm just saying that's how I would do it. Right. And if the guy had a third-grade education, but he could entertain and Spark the audience, another guy coming, you know, he was straight out of fucking Harvard. I don't care. I'd say, buddy, I'm sorry, but this dude right here, he's more entertaining than you are. I hope you bet, wish you the best of luck, but it ain't going to be here. And that's all I'd do. Because I want somebody that's going to bring in money, not plaques on a motherfucking wall. Plaques don't put food on my fucking table. Money does. That's how you run a business. But I don't know. I'm not a Harvard graduate. I might not know shit. But I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh, Detroit. They got some strippers that are mad. Because evidently, uh, they got a club there. I guess it's like a Michigan-based. And they got several in there, Michigan. But this is coming out of Detroit. Called the Deja Vu Club. And they will now. That's a chain. Yeah, that's what, yeah. And they're going to pay their dancers only a few hundred dollars now, I guess, and not take tips. And uh, they're trying to decide whether it's employee. They're going to try to, they're going to sue, and they're trying to decide whether they're employees or independent contractors. Now, I don't know how they do it here, but in Georgia, you're just pretty much an independent contractor. You go in there and you keep your tip money. That's how you make your money. You don't get a base salary. You you make your tip money, right, right, and uh, and then uh, they, and they make a hell of a lot of it. I'm not promoting anybody to go out and be a stripper, but they make a shit load. No, the good ones do. Not all of yeah. them, but there's yeah. I mean, there's just like yeah. anything else. There's an upper echelon that makes very good money. Right, and it's not. I'm not generalizing and saying all are, 
But a lot of those, the reason why they never get too far with that money is they snort it or do other shit with it. Just facts. It's a known fact that strippers are in that type of shit. Most of your porn stars are into that shit. I know that to be a fact. Our own drugs. And that's why, yeah, they make a ton of money, but they blow a ton of money as fast as they get it. So that's why they stay in the business. Start out at 18 years old. You see them 38 and 40 fucking years old still stripping. If they're able. Right. Because they're still trying to keep that habit. But I don't care. You know, that's their life. They can do what they want. But uh, I disagree with this to here, though. I think they should be getting tips. I don't think they should be paid a certain amount of money. As, as an employee, because they are entertainers. Whether you go to them or not, they're entertainers. And uh, they're bringing people in to buy that $10 shot of fucking whiskey you're paying for. So they're putting money in your pocket already by bringing people in. Why not let them have their tips? It's not hurting you any. That's their money out of the, you know, going straight to them. The only thing it's doing is it might take a little, you know, the whiskey money, but hell, people still buy it. So, uh, right. Just my opinion. Sean said, uh, Colbert is hot tonight. I, yeah, I, I like Colbert. I've always, I've been watching Colbert since he was on the damn John Stewart show before he even got his own with the Colbert report. So I've always liked him. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people don't. I'm not big on him. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't have a problem with Naturally, he said some funny things, but... Yeah. That, that, that little attitude, that little snide type of humor all the time, and it's always it always has a left-wing slant. I mean, always. Oh, yeah. And it's just, yeah. Yeah, he is extreme. I, I mean, to the left, I will say that. And, uh, and I don't agree. It's just like anybody. I don't agree with everything you say. It's just like I don't agree with Alex Jones. I don't agree. I, hell, I hardly agree with any fucking thing that asshole is. But, uh, and he's extreme white right wing to the very extreme. But he's just yeah. I'm not. Extreme. I'm not. I, I don't particularly like ideologues. Period. Yeah. yeah, he's just fucking white. But the thing about this is where I keep Corbert separate. While yes, he's left wing. He's not what I consider a news broadcaster. I oh no, not at yeah. all. No. He's an entertainer. But his, his brand of comedy is always going in the same direction. Right. Always. Yeah. It's always left. Yeah. But he's not what I consider. He's an entertainer. He's more of a you know. I don't really, even when he was on the Colbert Report, he was all the time, you know, it was an entertainment thing. Like John Oliver, I like him. He's more, and he's more of a left wing too. But he's, it's more he, of a He's a little bit more fair. I like John Oliver. Yeah, yeah. I like John yeah. Oliver. Yeah, yeah, I love John Oliver. And uh, he's, he's, he's hilarious. I love, I mean, he's British, but he's hilarious. Not that British aren't funny because I like British comedy, but I'm just saying it's just weird to hear him talking about America with a British accent, you know, telling the news and stuff. But it's just, he's just funny. He's hilarious. But um, Alex Jones, I don't know. I think we've talked about this before. He's in a custody battle for his kids. And he's already, 
he pretty much fucked himself. I mean, for me, it would be with his listeners. If I was a devout listener of his shithead, he got on there and he came up in the court and said they were trying to bring out what he does on the show. And he says, well, you got to realize I'm just playing a character. So you're playing a character. So you don't believe none of the shit you say. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, he's a real piece of work. I mean, he just rants. and I mean, he gets red-faced and starts screaming some of the dumbest shit. He's a conspiracy nut, too. That's another reason why I don't like him. Real mm. big-time conspiracy nut. I mean, he's got he, – I seen something. I follow him on YouTube, not because I like him, because I just got to see what he's got, you know, see what he's saying. I want to keep up with what's going on with him. He's right. always – he had something the other day, some kind of conspiracy going on with the Russian shit and all this. And I'm like, dude – if there's fucking smoke, there's fire. Something's going on there. I don't know who knows what. I don't know what to what end it is. I don't know. I don't know if Trump was in the loop, out of the loop, or who was in the fucking loop. Maybe they're all doing right. loops. Maybe it's fruit loops. I don't fucking know. But they're all damn – but there's something going on. There's no way in hell that's all bogus bullshit. Mm-hmm. Anybody that thinks that is dumb. There is no way there is not nothing there. Not with all the shit going on. Like we said earlier in the pre-show before we got started, now they're investigating his son-in-law, Jared. Whether there's anything there or not, I don't know. Remains to be seen. But something's going to be coming out of this eventually. You watch, mark my words. Within the year, there'll be something come out of this shit. Somebody will get fired real bad. I mean, there'll be some something come down the damn shit tunnel that somebody's going to be found out. Whether it's Trump, if it is, we might see another Nixon. He might be taking his ass and resigning. But there's something going to happen there. Huh. It depends on what comes out. It's right, exactly. I, I think, and like I said, yeah. it, it's not going to affect Trump if he wasn't involved. Like I said, he may not. Like I said, yeah. I don't even know what he knows, and I, he may not know anything, or he might know something else. I don't know. Like I said, I don't even know because I'm not inside the loop. But with all this investigation going on, somebody's going to know something. Got to, and. uh I don't even know how much of it will be released to the American people. You won't know the truth of it. Because they're going to hide so much, it ain't funny. I heard somebody say the other day, and, and this was kind of funny on on television, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the exact words here, but it was something to the effect that this is like one of the worst scandals because the people involved don't even know what they're doing. They don't even know what they're denying. (laughs) Yeah. At least Watergate, there was an organization to that scandal. Yeah. This this here, everybody's just running in 50 million directions, and they don't even know what they're denying or what the other person is saying or what even happened to begin with. So it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. uh, And then you got Spicer. I don't even think he needs to be working. That's the worst fucking speaker I ever heard in my goddamn life. I actually kind of like his brashness. I kind of like that. No, I don't. I don't know about that part of it. I just don't like that. Sometimes he he misses up the facts. He stumbles over this shit, that shit. That's what I'm talking about from a speaking aspect. Right, right, right. Is it, I'm like, damn, dude. Did you <laughs> like when he said that he didn't think Hitler used gas? I'm like, God damn, man, you studied the fuck. <laughs> I said, well, you he's take a shower he, in he, Germany. <laughs> he, he, his follow up was very bad. 
Yeah. His follow-up was very bad. If if I could have, you know, if I was working there, the way I would have clarified that is I believe what he was trying to say was in World War One, for example, that there is a difference between using gas or some other type of thing as a weapon of war and using it as a as, as a tool of genocide. Well, yeah, okay? true, true. And and in World War One, gas was used as a weapon of war. Okay, and in World War Two, by and large, that didn't happen when 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 the Allies um, invaded during D-Day. They were worried that the Germans might try that, but they never did. And and a lot of the Allies were actually kind of concerned as they were closing in on Berlin that 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 the Nazis might get desperate and and shoot out some gas. Oh, okay. But but by by and large, as a weapon of war, it was not used like it was in World War One. And World War II was a much more devastating war. And had they used gas, a lot – I mean that would have had effects that went on for years. Huh. Uh, but obviously they used, they used gas. They used machine guns and a lot of other things as a method of genocide during World War II. And in the, the big difference with World War II was you actually had a, a segment of the population that were singled out and targeted for genocide that you did not have in World War One. So yes, it was it, from that aspect. It was much worse. Well, we got one minute left. Uh, ended up being all right for a bucket of wings. I thought it went okay. Uh, I will have a YouTube video Monday. I'm already working on it. I swear I'll have. Oh, good, it. good, good. Uh, I've been working on it already. So um, see how it goes. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going to have a little bit of comedy involved with it. I've been writing some comedy sketch stuff to go with it. So uh, it'll be, I think it'll be kind of good. And we'll be back Monday night. I already got the topic. Uh, what religion are you? Everybody has one. And I ain't going to go into that because I don't want to clarify it, but I will tell about it then on Monday. Whether you're an atheist, no matter what, we're going to go into it. So I thought it'd be a cool topic. So uh, until then, appreciate everybody that listened and everybody that will listen. So uh, appreciate it. Me and Billy out of here. See ya. Let's talk to y'all Monday. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries.